Welcome to The Path. I'm your host, Kat McElveen, leader and mentor in sovereign self-healing through simple spirituality and conscious living. After living stuck in crippling anxiety, ensnared by matrix thinking for the first 24 years of my life, I had an intense spiritual awakening after meeting my guru in India and studying Kriya and Kundalini Yoga. My awakening path was activated and my life completely transformed. This is the path and we are all on it. It's not about the destination, it's about taking it one step at a time, knowing we may veer off course, stumble and fall, but we are always walking each other home. Join me, Kat McElveen, and guests who are on the path for enlightening conversations on all things spirituality, awakening, mindfulness, energy, and being human. Our mission is to take the shiny spirituality that you see online and shine a light on it. Find what's authentic, what isn't, and hear from others who are making their way through this human experience with imperfect, messy, beautiful steps down the path. Thank you for having me. Yes. So this is the inaugural episode of my new podcast. It does not have a name yet. Amazing. It will by the time it is um, actually released. So That's so exciting. <laughs> I know. Yes. And what a perfect first guest to have. Yeah. Um, we are sitting in the yoga studio where I teach that one of our good friends owns. And it's very good vibes. At Ceremony Healing. Yes. Which is at Ceremony Healing on Instagram as well. We love you, Marnie Quinn. Shout out, Marnie. <laughs> also, Francesca's holding a crystal in her hand right now. Always. As we record this episode. Always. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I, um, this is going to be a con- you know, just a conversation. We have both been on the path of awakening now for a few years and everything that comes along with that. So I want to chat about that with Franny here and um, share it with you all. And I have a few things I want to ask her specifically, but we're just gonna, we're just gonna vibe. Dive right in. Yeah. Cool. So the first thing that I want to ask you, that is the first question on my podcast, is what or who is your quantum co-creatrix? So what is a quantum co-creatrix? Yes. So I did not make this up. I actually have to give all credit to Lexi D'Angelo of the Taboo Institute for this one. Um, I'm in her training now, and I just love this uh, concept that she has to kind of embody. So the basis of this is that when you are trying to uh, have something in life or like have a certain lifestyle, you don't want to focus on attaining all the things to get there. You want to focus on who you would have to be, right? What, What identity would you need to be in to be in the life that you want? So the idea of quantum co-creatrix is that we have this quantum self in the quantum field that is the version of ourselves that is living and anchored in that life that we see, that that dream life, right? So we call it quantum co-creatrix because we're always co-creating with her, him, they, whatever. We're always 
co-creating with this quantum version of ourselves to actually start living that life. But we have to embody that before we're ready or we'll never be there. So that said, who is your quantum co-creatrix? You know, as tacky and cliche as this sounds, I feel like my quantum co-creatrix is the present version of myself. I, Mm. you know, I feel super connected to her. Um, I feel like it's taken me a while to get to this point, but I'm super stoked with the human that I am in this present moment today, which is saying a lot. but a year ago, you know, I had this, I held this vision of myself um, and a good friend of mine shared this quote that was somewhere along the lines of like, whatever, what we do with one thing is how we do all things. So really implementing that every single day with every single thing that I do, it's these tiny tweaks that I realized I was doing constantly that helped me like reach this you know quantum higher self version of myself um but you know and there's also days where I'm not my highest self I'm not I'm not there and that's beautiful what a gift that is to come back to you know our humans because our humans are so wonky and clonky and like (laughs) I feel like relationships and real life like in the living in the matrix will bring you back down to that human self Um, but holding that higher vision of your quantum co-creatrix and like knowing and feeling and embodying who she is daily, whether it's like just cleaning up the house or like these little tiny, like mundane things that, um, you know, add to this bigger picture of yourself. So I'm stoked with who I am and I love that I found her and she's rad and I'm stoked to be here. Yes. I really, really love that. And I think it's really important because a lot of these just in this online wellness world, there's this idea of always being your highest self. And I think part of that is embodying when you're human. Totally. And embodying when you're like crying in bed watching Netflix, you know? Totally. Um, so I really love that that's who she is for you. Totally. And I also think it's super easy, like in the wellness world, to have this like, um, I don't know, this like vision of who you want to be, but then also owning and loving the present like self and being like this is like what a gift it is to be where I am now and giving yourself credit instead of like projecting onto like another version of yourself just being super present with yourself absolutely and I think then the like the actual growth and evolution towards that quote-unquote like you know highest self actually speeds up because you're fully embodying your shadow totally and you're like working with all the bullshit you know none of it's bullshit right how grateful are we to have this human experience where we get to feel all these things and and like transmute all these things oh 100 percent. yeah and uh, you know what is coming up for me right now is for five years I was super single solo traveling and thought I had my shit together until I you know stepped into a relationship recently with my partner and what a gift relationships are in the duality of spiritual enlightenment in showing you your shit oh my god yes <laughs> and like you can be the most enlightened person but you know stepping into a real relationship in this like 5d world that we're building that's that's where the work and the right the, the where vision of your quantum 
co-creatrix needs to be fucking bright and shining and clear so that while you're going through all this shit you can see clearly the light Mm -hmm. at the end of the tunnel yeah you're not clouded you know or anything like that so I think that's really interesting because you know I'm in a relationship now too and it it has been for me one of the biggest mirrors for for growth so can you speak to that a little more how your current relationship is pushing you to grow or opening you totally um I think that it's super easy to spiritually bypass relationships, especially on the path to quote unquote enlightenment, which really, what does that even yeah, mean? There's no end point. <laughs> but I think that what relationships do is they put a magnifying glass on kind of all of your hidden little demons that you hid away and mm-hmm. are, they bring it to light and you have the beautiful opportunity to heal it with, through the mirror that is your partner. Um, and some days it's going to be super fucking challenging and triggering and that's beautiful. Um, but when you're in it, it's fucking awful and I want to kill myself sometimes. Not really. I love you. (laughs) Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like going through this with a partner that's willing and open to be doing the work with you, it makes you guys so much stronger Absolutely. and what a gift that is. And I think that you know, stepping into this portal of moving from 3D to 5D, all the things in relationships that aren't of pure, you know, transparency and authenticity are going to be brought to light to be transmuted. Yeah. And I think that is a beautiful thing. It's also a really uncomfortable thing for people that are comfortable with hiding all of their shit. Um, so yeah, I've definitely grown and it's been a beautiful, beautiful growing period for me right now. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. I really like what you said, just backing up to you saying that you were, you know, you were single and solo traveling for like five years and it brought up for me that, um, I think that often it can be so much easier to just be with ourselves, right? Because then we can make excuses for our shit because it's just us, Right. And so I think it's super interesting. I'd love to hear more about that after having been single, you know, traveling, kind of doing your own free bird thing for like five years, the contrast between that and all of a sudden spending time with a person, right? Totally. Totally. It's like I, for so long, was just super comfortable being in my own energy and I loved being in my own energy. I lived in Hawaii in this cute little shack that was like an hour from the closest grocery store, like literal middle of nowhere um but you know coming back to mainland and immersing myself back into you know the real world has been really challenging for me you know it can get really easy to um get comfortable Mm -hmm. and I knew that my life's purpose was not to live a simple life I meant to like co-create and um you know, create change in this world um, and put myself in really vulnerable and open positions where I speak my truth. And so coming back into, you know, the real world and stepping into a romantic relationship with a partner was huge for me. I am also a seven. I'm an enthusiast. So I like Mm. to go, go, go and do amazing things. And oh, what are we doing tomorrow? And I'm always like making plans Um, But now I'm really having to pause and remember, oh, wait, I have this other amazing person that I want to, like, live life with. How do I balance that? And what a gift that is. 
um, but it's definitely been challenging and every single day I just say to myself one day at a time I'm gonna figure it out mm-hmm. and it's listening to that inner voice you know we have this compass within us that knows what's right what isn't um, I think just adapting being super adaptable to this new um, partnership has been beautiful for me yeah yeah and taking it day by day is so important like I think especially Instagram but this whole online world makes us think that all these people we look up to have it so figured out and they have the perfect relationship and they have the perfect life mm-hmm. and everybody's just figuring it out every day right yes no I, you know, I am too like I think being being honest about that right totally. is so important Totally. Yeah. So, okay, interested because you talked about your Enneagram, but uh, speak to your big three in astrology. My big three. So I am a Scorpio sun, a Libra rising, and a Cancer moon. What about you? So I am an Aquarius sun. I'm a Scorpio moon. Whoa. And um, a Virgo rising. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good balance. Totally. So I definitely also have that um generator energy of like go 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 like where's the next thing let's keep going and it's so important um for me to have discernment with that because I get really excited and I just want to do everything you know yeah so I've had to get really good at like reading energies of situations like is this good for me is this right for me do I want to go down this path you know totally yeah yeah do you know your human design Yes, I'm a projector, so I wait for the invitation. Yes, I love it. My favorite quote, I was given a reading this past November, and um, the human design amazing person, Sarah B., I love you, Mm. um, said that the best way to describe a projector is they kind of like create their own island in the middle of the ocean, and they make it how they want it, and then they invite people to come and go as they please. That is you, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I see that for sure. It's like Oasis. Totally. Well, every manifesting generator, which is me, needs a projector friend. Yeah, so I got you unlocked. That's awesome because you do build. You build a lot of things. Like I can see you building this island with everything you've got going on. So that leads me to my next question. Um, well, let's back it up a little bit. First, I want to hear about because we've been touching on this kind of awakening, this spiritual awakening, this growth, this expansion. So I would love to hear your story of how you came to your awakening. Oh my God, I love that question. Where do we begin? (laughs) So I actually struggled and battled with addiction for a good part of my early 20s, late teens. Um, I have a really addictive personality and grew up where my mom, she is like, a huge pharmaceutical rep and learned about Adderall at like a super young age. So I definitely had my fair share of, you know, Adderall abuse and started to get sober and would go to these NA and AA meetings and I never felt like that was the end all be all way to kind of heal. So I bought a ticket to the big island of Hawaii to work on a dragon fruit farm one summer and was like, you know what, why not, let's do it. My soul was calling me there. And I began meditating every single day. I would farm with the land, I would put my feet in the earth. And I felt like I was reconnecting to this part of me that I had never touched on. I grew up in very bougie town in Connecticut. Um, 
where you know you went to college you got a job in New York City you got married by like 25 and have kids you know before 30 so that I had never resonated with at all and I felt like when I went to Hawaii it was the first time I really connected with my soul and along the way I learned about Reiki there um, which is energy healing mm -hmm. um, if you're interested in the session I highly recommend going to ceremony healing in Westminster Colorado um, that's where I got Reiki attuned yeah. and it changed my life but really it was this like inner knowing that there was more to life um, I started running every day I hated running but all of a sudden started running every single day after farming and I remember one one day it like all clicked for me during this like eight mile run and I had this epiphany that there was so much more to life than what I thought and I felt like my guides around me and they fully like they were like okay it's time to like mm -hmm. introduce ourselves to her <laughs> and I was like whoa this is wild I had like a past life there on the big island and it all just you know it, it was like opening Pandora's box almost and since then it's been a beautiful beautiful like wild ride um i along the way created a container where like women could come heal called oasis retreats and that for me is something that i wish i had i had um in my early 20s when i was suffering from addiction and feeling super lost um, i wanted to create something that was I don't know relatable I would I wanted to create something that I wish I had like a, yeah a safe community to be held by sisters to come heal to be seen felt cry scream and still be accepted and loved for who I was and so about a year and a half ago I opened the Oasis retreats on the big island of Hawaii um, and yeah I'm hoping that we can have you on board for a retreat this yes, year yes we have been talking about it so i would love that everybody keep their ears and eyes open for yes. oasis times cat mcelveen yes watch out <laughs> yes all the oh so many koreas so i love that and i want to speak more about oasis retreats because um you know a lot of us here are starting our own businesses or just trying to build something outside of the matrix of you know growing up and getting a job and working yes. there until you die etc cetera, etc cetera. so where did the download for oasis come to you and then how did it you know how was it born oh my god this is one of my favorite questions <laughs> so on when was it october 10th 2019 i was invited to sit with um, ayahuasca for the first time and Boy, did she have some stuff to tell me. But the most amazing gift that she left me with was the next day I sat and fully channeled um, a business plan for Oasis. She was like, you're going to have no idea what you're doing, but I need you to just put this out there. Yes. And so I listened and I've, you know, it's not even about me. I think I'm the instrument to make this this happen. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you know you're like following your dharma is when you can get out of the way and amazing things happen while creating this amazing like whatever it is in life. And so for anyone that's like building their own, you know, what's the right word? Building a building a, any a business and offering a med you know any their medicine in the world totally my biggest advice would be check in with yourself and ask you know how am I getting in the way of making this 
something that is bigger than me and able to reach so many people and help them. Um, I think removing ourselves from the equation is so important, but also still having like our soul and heart yeah. in there. Um, yeah, that was wild. And ever since then, you know, I had no idea what I was doing, but you know, every few months I would get hits and downloads to be like, Oh, like maybe I should do this. Maybe I should reach out to these people. And you know, this year we've taken off. We've literally, I, everything that I've ever dreamt about Oasis and I'm still going to keep growing and expanding mm-hmm. is happening right now. And it, I truly believe the moment that, you know, you believe that you're worthy of building this dream. Like that's when the, the magic happens. And another thing I like to share with everyone is I started doing this a year ago. I would wake up every single day and say I'm open to miracles. And it sounds mm. so easy and cliche, but let me tell you, fucking miracles happen to me daily because of it. And it's it's not even about, it's it's about putting yourselves in that energy of receiving and being grateful for like where we're at. So I implore you to wake up every single day and say out loud, I am open to miracles three times. Um, do it for a week and let me know uh, <laughs> if you feel any different. You can follow me at, at francesca.cumulera or at the Oasis Retreats. Would love to hear how it goes. Yes, you. and I'm going to put your um, your links in the show notes for those two Instagram accounts um, and the Oasis. Y'all, you have a web- website for Oasis too? Yeah, because yeah, that's an amazing um, daily practice, right? Is to... And I, I love that, that take on, I guess, let's say quote unquote manifestation, because I think that like the wellness world is super obsessed with manifestation right now and it can get a little distorted in what that mm-hmm. looks like. Um, you know, to me, it's being open to what the universe or the 5D or my quantum co-creatrix is giving me. I don't necessarily have the ability to see what that is yet, so how could I vision board it? How could I think it up? Totally. How could I call it in? I'm open to receive those miracles. Totally. totally. So that's an, I'm going to start. I, you told me about that a long time ago. Didn't start doing the practice, but I'm definitely going to start Good. doing it now. It's a game changer. <laughs> yes. What other, do you have other um, practices or just ways that you like to connect with your soul, with light, with anything like that? Oh, for sure. So I need movement. I need to sweat every morning. Mm-hmm. So I started joining at 45 and I absolutely love it. It's sweat for me is medicine. Um, my, you know, meditation was a huge part of my life for two years. I would do it every single day for like an hour. Um, now I'm more in the wake up, see how my body feels, you know, not so rigid, Yeah. but there was definitely a part in my journey where my morning practice was super important for me. Um, I've gotten a little more lenient with it now. Mm-hmm. Also, I've just recently got into breath work, like mm. super duper yes. intense breath work, which has been amazing for anxiety, waking up with like feeling the collective or just feeling your own shit and needing mm-hmm. to like move through it. Um, Kundalini I'm obsessed with. I had my Kundalini awakening like two years ago and it was life changing. Yes. That is the word for it. Life changing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I would say, I mean, I love to journal. I don't do it as much, but I would love to journal every single day. Yeah. Um, and energy healing, like literally Reiki. Yeah. As much as I can can. Totally. And it's all energy, right? So 
I mean, I, I love that though, because I resonate a lot with what you said about being really rigid in the beginning, because when we first enter yeah. this path, we still have a lot of our old programs, right? Mm -hmm. So if we aren't super like, hey, you have to wake up every day and do this at this time, mm -hmm. I'm going to wake up and, I don't, you know, check my phone or just do something that I used to do when I was unconscious. Totally. So I always talk to um, our friend Marnie, who owns this yoga studio, about how we were like monks in the beginning of our yeah. awakening because we had to just like withdraw and do it. Totally. And now I feel like I'm stepping into this new phase of being a conscious awake person where I can sort of intu intuit, integrate. Yeah. yeah, integrate everything and like be intuitive with it. You know, there are still daily practices that I do just to connect me back to that touch point, but yeah, it's it's not like this shaming myself into like waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. Totally. You know? And I have friends that do that and I, applaud them yeah for amazing it. it's just not my cup of tea man yeah totally. i like to sleep in and get my coffee every morning and do my thing yeah which is beautiful and it also has to do with your like your constitution like the the energetics of your chart like all your totally. charts right so yeah i really love that totally. um i wanted to ask you about some oh i know what i wanted to ask you about okay tell us about your kundalini awakening and oh, tell us about how you found God. kundalini yoga so I have been brought back to all the places in the world that I traveled to when I was fully asleep and hurt and running. And my most recent return was to Bali last summer. And I met a beautiful sister who became a life coach and expander for me. Her name is Chiara De Lucia. Ooh. She's a beautiful Italian Italians stick together. <laughs> Kundalini, yes, amazing goddess woman. And when I first met her, I was very much still running and she saw that in me. And so she took me on as a client and she said to me, you know, I want you to come to my classes. She taught Kundalini. She's like, they're every morning at 7 a.m. and you're going to come for like three weeks and just show up and I want you to just just be there and so the first week i was like oh my god this sucks i'm getting like cramps i can't breathe <laughs> yeah I don't, like I, I don't know what's going on and within i think it was halfway through the third week was when it clicked and it was very gradual but enough for me to take note of this kundalini energy in my lower back that fully felt like it was like blasted off into space and time yep and kundalini became my safe haven my this like amazing technology that brought me back to myself and showed me so many parts of myself um that completely changed the trajectory of my life i went yeah. to this amazing ashram right after that that she recommended um, it's six hours of nonstop shaking. Oh my God. And yes. you're chanting the Gayatri mantra as you shake. Wow. It's, people have like full body exorcisms. It's really. I can imagine. That's powerful as shit. Yeah. I had like three exorcisms. It was really intense. <laughs> um, but the guru, his name is Ratu and I'm not, I like don't love the, like the whole guru thing. Totally. But I do think he was one of the closest people I've ever met that resembled God. Yeah. Um, he was a Kundalini master and we practiced Kundalini every night. Um, it helped me so much just ground that release. Yeah. And yeah, my Kundalini is amazing. If you are interested, 
Kat teaches Kundalini, she does Kriya here at Ceremony. Um, we want to have her on board for our Costa Rica retreat, mm -hmm. teaching Kundalini in the jungle, hopefully this year. Stay tuned, but yeah. Kundalini changed my life. Yeah, and, and I love that, that you spoke to like grounding that release because Kundalini is really intense. Like it can be super intense and can feel like stuff is, well, not feel like things, you're literally releasing like shit in your body that's been in there for so long mm -hmm. and it's coming up to the surface. So it can feel like a death or an exorcism, like you said, but the practice integrates that like that's the shaking right totally. like you're sh you're like releasing the energy out of your body it's not yours to hold totally get well, rid of it for so long and we're not taught this in school we literally attach emotional trauma in our body and it's stored there until it's ready to be felt and healed totally and so for a long time i couldn't put my hands up over my head like i don't know how to describe that <laughs> because i had these blocks um on my upper right and left shoulder of just grief. Wow. And I worked with literally a, weighing your shoulders down. Literally weighing Holy my shoulders crap. down. Holy crap. Yeah. And it wasn't until like this year I sat with a body worker and he was he worked on my shoulders for about an hour and a half and I screamed and I cried <sighs> and by the end I could fully, you know, touch my hands to my head and so it, crazy so wild our bodies our physical bodies are so fucking smart and they hold so much oh, yeah. of our past our ancestral trauma our current trauma totally. and you know kundalini i feel like is such a perfect way a beautiful segue into tapping into that connection with our our physical bodies absolutely that's that's how i started to have a connection with my body um as, like as well it was kundalini because kundalini takes you beyond the mind so we're all caught in these loops mm -hmm. all day long of thought and worry and i amness mm -hmm. and all these stories that we just repeat to ourselves and if we can if we don't have a practice or something that can like catapult us out and beyond mm -hmm. that we can we'll never make contact with those more subtle layers totally um but yeah it's it's so interesting because you can literally be in a situation, and I know this because I know you read energy like really well. You you can be in situations and literally like f like feel in your body like the offness or the rightness, totally. and every time you listen to it, it's right. Totally. And then every time I've tried to override that, it's been like, oh shit. Yep. They were telling me. <laughs> yep. I love that. Yeah. And you know, even just being on planet earth right now with everything going on the f the energy and the frequencies of just like really heavy oh, shit yeah. that needs to be brought up to the light is so palpable right now so anyone listening that is like yep i can feel that heaviness you are not alone my friend and mm -mm. what a gift that is to be able to feel so deeply and to you know learn how to transmute that when i when I, I live in Boulder, Colorado, and we're in Denver right now, and when I drive out of Boulder, I can literally feel like a, a heaviness that's just lifted because I feel Boulder's super just like dense and needing to be. There's some darkness in the energy. Yeah. It's heavy over Boulder. So I feel heavy. that when I drive into it. It's so heavy. And it's so important. Um, Fran and I had this conversation last week. Like when you're, if you're feeling really heavy or really tired or just like really intense, um, don't always assume that it's just you, mm -hmm. that something's wrong with you, that you aren't, you know, high vibe enough. 
we, especially if you're on this path and you're on the awakening path, you are most definitely an empath and you are receptive and like a sponge to energy. Mm -hmm. And there's so much in the collective right now, you, you're carrying that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many different practices you can do to kind of not only protect yourself, but clear that from your body. Um, Kundalini yoga, once again. I mean, we could say that for like every problem mm -hmm. you have. Just do some Kundalini. Will you share <laughs> the advice that you gave me last week? Because it completely changed my whole Oh day. my gosh, yes. So yeah, Fran was feeling very energetically, like there was just a lot of energy on her um, because she's a very intuitive, empathic person as well. And uh, I told her to go take a long salt bath to... Uh, you know, basically leach out all the energy that was she was holding and then to seal herself with um, rubbing oil on her body. Oh my God. How did it, how did it work? It, Kat, literally, <laughs> I came out feeling like a newborn baby. Yes. I felt fucking amazing. And, you know, even what you said about putting the oil on your hands and rubbing them onto your body, like in each part and like separating each segment of your body, and putting an intention, like yeah. I'm protecting myself right now. I'm yeah. Like you are safe. That yeah. was amazing. I am so safe. You. And like this energy is not mine and you're sealing your energy. Yes, body. honey. <sighs> gotta seal it. it up. Gotta seal up those leaks. We got man. it, man. It's a, what's well, a battlefield. It's out a matrix there. out there. Faux show. Yeah. It'll, it'll suck you in. Um, what are some of your other favorite ways to just like get your energy right oh my god so every morning okay not every morning ideally <laughs> i would like to do this every morning is i put on um what's it called a tribe called red yes or like love some them. type of like tribal crazy screaming music <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and i literally just uh, like move my body mm -hmm. doing the randomest shit but by the end i feel so good because i'm moving out yes. all the stagnant energy that i picked up throughout Release the day it. or the night releasing it completely um what else do I do? Yeah, honestly, that. I mean, that's... That. Shaking is legit. You yeah. just talked about an ashram, literally, like, based off of shaking. And it's it's actually a... Re there's a real kundalini kriya, like, called virata that is shaking. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's, it's the same... It's sort of the same idea as mantra. You're creating this, like, vibration, this frequency that is... I mean, that's literally movement, right? So if you think about it, like there's a, a wave going through the water in your cells and it's breaking up all that energy. And, you know, I, I think of like, this is a, like, this is always my analogy in my head, but I think of like sap or something kind of like sticky and like hard that when you vibrate it, it starts to break apart and pieces start to chip off. And then eventually it just kind of like all crumbles and then you're like shaking it out. Whoa. Right? That's an amazing analogy. Yeah. Because that's the stuff that we hold is, like, sticky. Yeah. Like, it gets stuck in, like, totally. the corners of our soul. Totally. Gotta get it out. Gotta get it out. Gotta chip away at it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a process. It is totally. a process. It's a chipping away. For sure. You're all doing amazing. Yes, Everybody's you are. doing great. You're crushing life. <laughs> we are so proud and honored. Yes. Uh, I love that. Is there anything else that you want to speak to? Do you have any retreats coming up for Oasis? Yes. So we have a Tulum return retreat in June. So it'll be June 25th to the 29th. Um, it's going to be amazing. We are going to be visiting some ancient cenotes, um, doing all the things, energy, Reiki, healing session, um, exploring Mexico, really eating the most amazing, yummy, nourishing food. 
Um, we have a few spots left, so if you're interested, reach out to me or Kat. Um, and then hopefully we'll be creating one together yeah, in Costa man. Rica. Yeah, we're keep an eye out for that. We are quantum co-creating a Costa Rica excursion. So, so excited. It'll be amazing. So cool. So one last question I have for you, and when this was asked to me, I definitely had to think about it. <laughs> I didn't have it prepared. I love those. What is the legacy Ooh. that you want to leave with this Dharma of yours? Oh my God, have fun. My north node is in Sagittarius. Oh yeah. So I'm a Scorpio, so I can take things really seriously and get <laughs> deep, real dark, deep, real intense <laughs> and heavy. Uh -huh. So I think that my legacy would be to have fun, make like lasting change within the world. Like I'm a change man, yeah. I'm meant to come here to change things and just shake up, you know, the status quo and what's normal quote-unquote normal mm -hmm. um have fun and like live your truth speak your truth and don't be afraid of the shit that you've gone through yeah um yeah that would be my legacy have fun have fun have change the par old paradigms fun while you change the old paradigm yes yeah i love that and i'm i'm the same way like i'm a scorpio moon and i'm a virgo rising which is very like this is how things are done totally. i need to be perfect but then your aquarius is like doo, doo, doo. right aquarius is like let's go travel the world for 80 years yes. so there's definitely a pull there but that. um but yeah i can i i you gotta remind yourself to have fun with it totally what would your legacy be <sighs> My legacy, I gotta recall it. I gotta bring it into the, into the forefront of what's coming through for me now. Of course. Yeah. My legacy is to let yourself be a human through this path. Mm. Because I come from a world of very authentic, like, I don't want to say authentic. It's not the word because any path is authentic. If it's truly authentic, it doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. I come from a very, um, kind of stringent, um, tradition, right? Mm. I come from, from, from Tantra yoga, which is a very ancient philosophy based yogic path. And so many scholars have written on it and people get really intense about it, right? They get really cerebral and in their head about it. And can kind of make it out to be like you have to sort of transcend your humanity and like float off on, into, on a cloud into the Himalayas to like become quote unquote enlightened. And I don't choose that. I am a human. I have, you know, fears. I have triggers. I get hurt by things. You know, I cry. I laugh. Mm -hmm. I eat great food. Sometimes I drink alcohol. Like I'm a human. And that for me is the the where the, the meat, like the juice of the awakening process is, is like savoring your humanity and then being okay with it. Mm -hmm. Like not bucking off the fact that you like really want a partner or that you like really want security. Yep. Seeing it, recognizing it, and then, and then working with it. You know, we don't want to stay still. We don't want to stay stagnant. We don't want to just wallow in it. But we're human. Totally. So I, I really do, and I try to I try to make that known in my message and in my courses and in my teachings. Um, you know, we're on this spiritual path, and we're working. We're not work. That's not the right word. We're never working. 
we're moving towards an enlightened awareness, but we're never going to become some shiny, floating, levitating, enlightened cloud. Totally. Totally. At least not in this lifetime. Not in this lifetime. Well, maybe. We maybe. don't know. Who knows? We don't know. But, you know, as, as you... As you as you move through this path, like you do become more lovingly detached from all the, totally. all the icky, icky, sticky, but you can still be a human, you know? 100%. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. This was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You have so much beautiful, so many beautiful things to say. And, um, I'm going to drop your links to Oasis and Perfect. to your personal page. Um, Fran didn't mention, but she's also an awesome photographer. Aww. So if you check out her personal Instagram, she's got some amazing photos on there and she has taken a lot of my professional pics. Love so, taking professional yes, pics. Uh, yes. So it's I'll, I'll link all of her stuff and you can, um, connect with her and yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you. All right, y'all. Thank you for showing up, tuning in, listening to my first podcast episode. I am so excited to get this off the ground. It was a seed in my brain and my heart for so long. And as always, I was putting it off for fear of not being able to do it. Who am I to have a podcast and how, you know, getting caught up in that? How the heck am I going to do this? Um, and then I just decided to record an episode with my amazing best friend, Francesca, who is just a real raw person on this path. And she is such an open, inspiring human. So I was so honored to have her on as my first guest. Check the show notes to get all the information on how to connect with Fran and her retreat company Oasis through Instagram and her websites. Um, yeah. And if you are interested, I am running a new online course right now. For those of you that have been following me for a while, I am an online coach and in person when that happens again, um, teaching mostly women or fem feminine identifying humans all of the Kriya, Kundalini Yoga, breathwork, and spiritual path awakening goodness to heal your anxiety and start thriving in life, really just getting away from survival mode and into really enjoying and embodying your fullest expression of life. So I'm running a course right now. It's called Whole. It will open April 12th, 2021 for the first call. And this is a beautiful intro to the world of healing your anxiety and your uh, just all of those distortions of consciousness that we take on throughout life, throughout growing up in our families, in our societies, learning a lot of beautiful modalities and tools to start healing that and become the sovereign self-healer that you are because you hold the power and the responsibility is fully on you to heal, right? No one's coming to save you. So if you're interested in that course, I have all the information at the bottom of the show notes for you to check out the sales page or get in touch with me on Instagram to ask more questions. So with that, thank you all so, so much for listening to the episode. I hope you have a wonderful day. 
please ignore if you can hear the sound of snow melting in the background because we are just coming out of snowpocalypse in Denver. <sighs> I am so excited to release this. And if you enjoyed this episode, please head to the reviews section of whatever you're listening to this podcast on. Give me a review. Let me know how you liked it and share on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you are hanging out on. Tell your friends. It would mean so much to me. I love you all so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.